Today is Tuesday, December 28th. We'll explain how President Biden is now counting on governors to get COVID-19 under control, as well as new recommendations about quarantines and New Year's celebrations. Also, we'll update you about air travel troubles and winter storms out west that just keep coming. Plus, the types of foods expected to get more expensive in 2022, the device from nearly 20 years ago that's said to be making another comeback, and how one rock star's NFT collection is promising to be different from any other. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. President Biden is now leaning on the nation's governors to take the lead in the COVID-19 fight. This week, he had a call with many of them. And just before it started, he spoke about curbing the pandemic, saying, quote, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at the state level. This came as a surprise to some people since Biden campaigned on the federal government's ability to slow the spread of COVID-19. But now it seems those federal initiatives will not work without states' help. Some of the governors pressed Biden about a shortage of COVID-19 tests, so the president promised to step up production. Biden also warned governors that a recent spike in COVID-19 cases will probably overwhelm some hospitals. So he told them, quote, if you need something, say something. And the president also made it clear he still trusts his medical team even when their guidelines change. Because that team did change up some recommendations just this week. The CDC now says people who test positive for COVID-19 but do not have symptoms now only need to isolate for half the time, five days instead of 10. It cited growing evidence that people are most contagious in the first few days of the infection. Plus, the 10-day recommendation got pushed back from some business leaders who say the longer quarantines were making a worker shortage worse. Though some workers have worried the shorter isolation periods will put them at risk. Either way, the CDC still says people should be strict about wearing masks for the full 10 days. And as long as someone has symptoms, they should stay isolated. Federal experts are also sharing new advice about New Year's Eve this Friday. President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says it's still safe for vaccinated people to gather with their families. But for everyone, he says larger celebrations are riskier. He says if you're at a party or event where you don't know everyone's vaccination status, it's a good idea to cancel this year. At this point, the CDC says about 62 percent of all Americans are fully vaccinated. As expected, airlines are still dealing with the fallout from a holiday surge in COVID-19 cases. Remember, many people on flight crews have been calling out sick, so thousands of flights have had to be canceled in recent days. And winter weather out west certainly has not helped. Again yesterday, the flight tracker FlightAware says more than 3,200 flights were canceled, and more than 1,900 are already canceled for today, too. Now, to be clear, major airlines run thousands of flights a day, so most of them are still landing on time. But tens of thousands of people have still been impacted by the cancellation, throwing off a lot of holiday plans. And the number could keep rising through the New Year's holiday. Although airlines and labor groups say the CDC's new shortened quarantine guidelines should help. And some airlines, like JetBlue in Alaska, have also started offering healthy employees extra pay to pick up extra shifts. Many more are hoping their workers get healthy quickly, especially because TSA is expecting the Monday after New Year's to be one of the busiest days of the holiday season. Stay tuned. Well, Los Angeles police are under fresh scrutiny over a shooting that killed a suspect and a 14-year-old girl. This week, the LAPD released the 911 calls, surveillance camera footage, and body camera videos from the incident. In it, you can see a man attacking several women with his bike lock as they were shopping at a Burlington Coat Factory store in North Hollywood. 
When police got there, you can see on their body camera women who looked badly hurt, and the suspect was still trying to attack another woman. So an officer opened fire inside the store, killing the man. But one of the bullets went through the wall, and it hit a 14-year-old who was in a dressing room with her mother, trying on dresses for her quinceanera. Sadly, she died from that gunshot. The officer who opened fire is on paid leave per department protocols for at least two weeks while the shooting is reviewed. The girl's parents are planning to hold a news conference this morning to demand transparency from police. Up and down the West Coast, Americans are still dealing with heavy rain and snow, frigid temperatures, and some flooding. And another winter storm is expected to roll in today. Portland and Seattle got a lot of snow and ice, making for a tough commute. But officials are actually even more worried about the extreme cold, as many low-temperature records have been broken. In much of Washington and Oregon, temperatures are not expected to rise above freezing until at least Thursday. So emergency warming shelters are open for people without heat. Further south, a lot more rain and snow are falling in California and Nevada. Some places in the Sierra Nevada mountains have already picked up more than 100 inches of snow since last week. And many roads and highways have shut down. This storm system is expected to be out by this morning, but another one is coming in by tonight, bringing more snow to Northern California and rain in Southern California. The state's Department of Water Resources says this is among the wettest starts to a wet season on record. Still, after an almost two-year drought, this will not totally solve a water shortage, but it should at least help. Oh yeah, and it's still unusually warm in the South. Dozens of cities are now on track for their warmest December on record. More news is coming up, but first, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. Is something stopping you from achieving your goals? I've had moments in my life where I realized fear or at other times burnout was preventing me from doing my best work and being my happiest self. But when you get to the core of what's going on, you can do something about it. And BetterHelp wants to help. BetterHelp will assess your needs and help match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And if you don't like your match, you can easily switch counselors until you find the right one for you. Then you connect in a safe, private, and convenient online environment. It's also up to you whether you communicate via text, a phone call, a video session, or all of the above. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. And of course, anything you share is confidential. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com newsworthy. Join more than a million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com newsworthy. A new report listed the world's 10 most expensive weather disasters of 2021. A British aid group found they caused more than $170 billion in damage. That's 20 million more than the year before. Of course, that's on top of the more than 1,000 lives lost and more than 1.3 million people displaced by the flooding, fires, cyclones, and more. The UK-based group behind the report is called Christian Aid, and it blames climate change for these events. The report says the most costly weather event of the year was Hurricane Ida. It caused $65 billion in damages when it lashed into the deep south and the east coast in August. After that, catastrophic flooding in Germany and Belgium was next on the list, racking up $43 billion in damages. And third, the deadly winter storm that took out the power grid in Texas cost $23 billion. Still, this report is only based on insured losses, so the real cost of extreme weather is likely much higher. Prepare to spend more at the grocery store in the new year. We've already talked quite a bit about inflation, causing prices of pretty much everything to go up. And now there's more research that says food prices specifically will continue to rise in 2022. Research firm IRI says food prices are expected to go up 5% in the first half of the new year. Several food manufacturers, including big names like General Mills, Kraft, and Campbell's Soup, have confirmed they plan to raise prices. 
Some executives say produce and packaged goods that weigh more, like potatoes and celery, will go up because of higher freight costs. And pantry staples, like mayonnaise and frozen meals, will be more expensive because of the higher cost of labor and packaging. Rumor has it a new version of the iconic flip phone from 2005 is coming back again. Remember the Razor? An executive from Lenovo, which owns Motorola, revealed on Chinese social media that a third-generation version of the Razor is coming in the new year. It reportedly will have a more advanced chip than the first rebooted Razor that debuted in 2019. But there are still plenty of details we don't know yet, like when exactly you'll be able to actually get your hands on one. It sounds like it may debut in China only first. Stay tuned. Heavy metal rock star Ozzy Osbourne is the latest celebrity to jump on the NFT trend, but he's doing it a little differently than anyone else. Remember, NFTs are a type of digital asset. Each one is unique and cannot be duplicated. They can represent digital files like art, audio, videos, really any form of creative work. Well, Ozzy Osbourne's collection is called Crypto Bats. It will be made up of nearly 10,000 unique bats. And get this, they have the world's first mutating feature. And that means each crypto bat will be able to bite another NFT and mutate with it to create another unique token. NFTs from at least four other collections will be able to be mutated multiple times. This whole thing is a nod to an infamous moment in the 80s when Ozzy Osbourne bit a bat on stage. A pre-sale for the project is open now and the full collection will be available to buy next month. The numbers now prove it. The movie industry has been doing a lot better this year compared to last, but it still has a long way to go before fully recovering from the pandemic. Early estimates from media analytics group Comscore say 2021 box office revenues in the U.S. are set to hit $4.4 billion. That's a 91% increase from last year. But it's a pretty low bar, considering ticket sales in 2020 sank to a 40-year low following theater closures and production delays in the face of COVID-19. On the other hand, when you compare 2021's numbers to 2019 before the pandemic, 2021's revenues are still down about 61%. What happens in 2022 is anyone's guess. Well, that's it for the main news today, but now it's time for Trivia Tuesday, when we ask a different trivia question every week. But first, thanks to our sponsor. If this year has taught us anything, it's that tomorrow may look nothing like today. But Schwab knows that successful financial planning can help propel net worth by 2.7 times. That's why Schwab offers a variety of easy, flexible financial planning options that can rise to meet any of life's many curveballs. Whether it's making a complimentary retirement plan online or chatting directly with a financial consultant, anyone can look forward to planning with Schwab. Learn more at schwab.com plan. That's Schwab, you know the name, S-C-H-W-A-B, schwab.com slash plan. Okay, now back to Trivia Tuesday. Today's trivia question is, every continent except one has a city called what? You can answer the question and play along on Instagram. Find and follow us at NewsworthyPod. Just look for the trivia quiz in our Instagram stories today. As for last week's trivia question, how much confetti is dropped in New York City's Times Square on New Year's Eve? The official answer is more than a ton a.k.a. more than 2,000 pounds of confetti will be dropped into the streets of New York City at midnight. And some of the rainbow paper pieces actually have a special meaning behind them. Typically, the confetti includes notes and wishes from people around the world. If you want to join in on the fun and you're in the city, you can still submit your wish before tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern at the Wishing Wall in Times Square Plaza. Or there's also a digital Wishing Wall option. You can share those on the Times Square website or through Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag ConfettiWish. 
All right, thank you so much for listening today and every day. We'll be back with another news roundup tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. <laughs>